So the first topic of the podcast is stop trying to be perfect. There's a lot of things that come into this question. What is perfection? Matt, what is perfection in your eyes, mate? It's, uh, it's a difficult one, this. I think it comes down to the individual. Perfection to me, I don't know if you agree, is unachievable or it's defined by, again, the person. Now, I think perfection these days is driven by social media. A million likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> as, as you know, people... Some people seek validation from social media Mm -hmm. and you get a lot of influencers online who are portraying perfect lives and to Joe Public, everyone seems to want to try and achieve that and some people can't. They don't have the means and a lot of what's online can be fabricated as well. Yeah, definitely. So it's... I think if he's setting everyone, setting themselves up for a fall, really. What do you think? It all depends, mate. I mean, what is perfect? I mean, for me, perfection is, is fulfillment. So um, having having a perfect life and having a fulfilled life, I think it's a two totally different entities, really. I mean, for me personally, I think Instagram is, is a great way to look at content, to spread a message. Obviously, you know, I've used uh, Instagram um, for protectors and I, I thought it would, it would have had the same impact without social media. But at the same time, you know, there are lots of, young girls, young lads, aspiring to be something, just looking at a photo. So like you said, a lot of it is, is staged, and a lot of it is, is fake. But at the same time, there's, with social media, it becomes you become open to strangers. So as we've seen in the news recently with, with, with Caroline Flack and, and what she's gone through recently, which is awful, I think a lot of people have probably experienced some form of bullying or a negative comment um, online. What she went through, you know, not just through social media, obviously in, in the media with the UK as well. I think if you're an influencer or if you're a celebrity, you leave yourself open to these comments through, I think they're called keyboard warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit for, for Unilad. The, the comments that I read, I mean, I think 99% of them were, were positive, but I think small <laughs> small percentage <laughs> absolutely rinsed me. But I think, I think you've just got to have thick skin and broad shoulders. I think you've got to be a certain type of person to, in my mind, Anyone making negative comments on social media, not just on social media, any, anyone who spreads hate just in everyday life. I, I think those sort of people are the people that need support the most. So I think it's a reflection on those sort of people. What do you think? But yeah, it's, social media is playing a big part in people's lives now and the online trolling and other things. Is... To, to, to be honest with you, mate, you've got, I mean, in my mind, you've got some, you've got some pecker at home on his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely rinsing somebody who's like, I thought I was doing a good thing, you know. I thought, you know, I thought I'd help some guys, some, some women, you know, who were struggling with mental health. And, and, you know, you think, oh, yeah, I'm doing a good thing and I'm really positive and all that. Then you've got some dickhead who's telling you you're this, you're that, you know, and all that sort of business. When it's like, hang on, mate, who are you? It's, it's not, there's a thing online, it's not even patrolled or anything. But if you were to call someone those names in the street, you're going to get a punch in the mouth. Yeah. But online, they don't seem to be doing anything about it. And something's got to give because, yeah. as you can see, pressure of people in the media but then the pressure itself that that could be done to your public as well yeah i mean yeah. They, i mean i remember i think it was last year matt when there was a, a young i think she was she was asian and she put up a, a vote whether she should kill herself or not Do you know the um the instagram votes okay and she, yeah, yeah. the question was like shall i kill myself and obviously the the yeses outweighed the nos and she committed suicide I mean, sh- surely somewhere on Instagram there should be content being monitored where they have like buzzwords pop up and there should be like alarm bells ringing. I don't think it's, you know, it's, it's restricted enough. If you're asking me with Instagram or, you know, so any social media, I think there should be, you know, younger, 
generation like the under 13s or under 14s whatever there should be like restrictions like high restrictions like a time limit there should be certain contents like it's like anything and i suppose you can go on onto instagram or twitter and just sort of search you can search you know porn (laughs) (laughs) i'm not just saying that you know just i'm just thinking it's, it's not really controlled at all you know no, it doesn't seem to be any regulation at all, and it's impacting people's lives. They're clearly, something's got to change. Yeah, I think um, I think they've got a long, long way to go. A long, long way to go, and especially with with all the stuff in you know in the media right now, with, with you know as opposed to Caroline Flack, and, and not just Caroline Flack. There's been a lot of you know celebrities who have committed suicide. It shouldn't be happening, mate. You know, at, at any level. My next topic I want to bring up with regards to living the perfect life is you know when you see I spoke to a lot of guys, a lot of a lot of women who are in masses and masses of debt just to have that photo, get those sort of likes but from from complete strangers there is an element of i suppose yeah you put a photo 200 likes on a photo you obviously it does make you feel good about yourself yeah it's been up that scenario then is you put up that one picture and then think the people need to see all the pictures of you with the brands every time and then people are yeah. getting people are getting into a lot of debt these days just to keep up that profile yeah it's that's ultimately social media's effect as well because you, you see in these influencers posting these pictures yeah and everyone thinks that everyone else thinks they have to be on the same wavelength. They yeah. have to be doing the same things. They have to be seen wearing the same brands. Yeah. But Joe Public, some people can't afford to do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking back at, at, at conversations I've had with, with people over the, over the last couple of years with doing the workshops. And I'm guessing if, if you're not fulfilled in your life. So say, for example, you go into to work every day to a job you, you fucking hate and, and you're like... <laughs> You're stuck on the train. You're running late. You've you've missed your breakfast. Overslept. You you go onto Instagram and look at look at your your feed and you see like some some influencer like in the Maldives living their best life. Yeah, yeah. Your pastors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're stuck in Cal Central next next to a, you know somebody on a pack train and you're thinking what the fuck is going on? And like, and you, I suppose it it does make you feel like shit if, yeah. if you're comparing your life to, to other people's and and that's just that's just not on Instagram. That's just that's just life in general. I mean, this. I think I've had experience as myself you, you get the old search bar on instagram and you look through there and you get these guys who are ripped to bits and then you know you've got yeah. a holiday coming up in three yeah. weeks yeah <laughs> well, yeah i know mate yeah <laughs> what the fuck happened to me <laughs> i mean you, you could flip it and think you know look at that guy he's in great shape you know and I, i've been there you think oh, i'm gonna do a, a six six twelve week plan and you know my moves have not <laughs> <laughs> they haven't moved for about four years <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's so about, it's about baggy vests now for me. Yeah, <laughs> but no, man. I think you know, on a on a serious level, I think it's worrying that these people are trying to attain the perfect lifestyle. And like you said, mate, a lot of it's fake, a lot of it's set up, and it just worries me that people are confusing likes and having that validation rather than being fulfilled. Now, fulfillment for me is it's changed a lot over the past, well, I'd say ten years. Um, so. So back in the day, you know, I'd be on the piss every weekend and living the dream. And then come come Sunday, I'd be a, a mess, depressed, really sad. And I was living, or I, I wasn't living, I was existing. I was living for the weekend, just existing through the week. And that, for me, was was detrimental to my mental health and well-being. But nowadays, I, I like a nice book and a cup of tea. I'm in bed by half nine every night. <laughs> But but that makes me happy. I mean, having protectors, having having or doing something I I enjoy and I'm and I'm passionate about that that for me is fulfillment. And spending time with my friends, my family, like even being sat here just doing this with you, you know, I feel like I'm doing something or I'm, I'm I could be making a difference to, to at least one person, and that brings me like immense joy and fulfillment. And you know, I'm not gonna you know gonna sit here and lie to you. I I, I like nice clothes, but I don't do it for 
for the likes. I don't do it for, you know, I do it for me. It's, I, I suppose every, every person's different. I was very, very lucky with, with protectors and I, I sort of, as cheesy as it sounds, I, I found my why and my passion in helping people and my passion in sort of spreading the word of, of mental health. And like I said earlier, I'm no GP, I'm, I'm no sort of expert, but I know what people go through and I know it can be very very sad and and very lonely and unfortunately it's happening now Matt there's probably some definitely somebody sat here thinking I, I, I fucking hate my life and yeah. I don't know where to go and this is what this is what we're sat here for saying that things can change and yeah it's a great point there and I don't think until you hit rock bottom you don't realize what you need to do in life everything gets put into perspective and that's the reason why we're both here today because we both had our own journey and we both know how shit it can be. Yeah. And we don't want anyone else to ever feel like that. Now, the, the whole ethos of Protectors is to break the stigma. And you get two guys, you know, you know we're big guys. We're, we're over six foot. We, we built. And you would think, well, these guys... I'm fat. Have... I'm fat. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like rotund is the word you're looking for, mate. <laughs> but then people would look at us and go, oh, well, they shouldn't have any problems. But it, it, it exists. It, it, it affects everyone. And... Uh, our message to everyone yeah. is, is don't do it alone. We are not professionally certified to give advice. However, yeah. we can pass on tips that we've yeah. had in our our years of our journeys. And hopefully, if it helps one person, if the, our content gets shared to another person and it stops them feeling empty, then we've done our due diligence. It's the whole reason why we set this up. See, like um, a couple of years ago when I was, when I was struggling, three, three, four years ago, um, like struggling quite badly, my sort of therapy, like on a Sunday, Monday, was just to be alone. And that is dangerous like being alone with your thoughts when you're sort of depressed and and you know i've I had great friends i've got i've got a great family who, who i love very very much and i know for a fact well now i know for a fact that you know if i'd have opened up they would have been more than happy to, to speak to me but at the time i was just like who wants to hear my shit yeah you don't want to pass it on do you and uh, like difference being i'm a massive introvert so i love mm. being on my own but then being on your own with them thoughts it, it, it does amplify like you said and the, the key is to is to speaking about it whether it's with a professional whether it's with a mate yeah. but the only thing i used to find at the time of my um sort of depression was people didn't know how to respond yeah okay. it, it was a case of just be, be better yeah, yeah. And what do you do with that? Because someone's oh, well, it's just tough. stop feeling sad. Yeah, okay, fuck, I'm cured now. Yeah, Thanks. I know. I, th I think I think for a lot of people out there who who are listening to somebody depressed, I think it's human nature to try and resolve the crisis immediately. So what I mean by that is is that they try and fix you straight away. Sometimes people can be fixed, mate. You know, but I think the key is is just to listen and support and get people through that tra you know transition through that phase. You know, you're gonna get your ups and you, you you're gonna get your downs. But I think, you know, people want to sort of fix you. Oh, let's go for a walk then. Or, oh, come on, we'll, um, let's see what we can do. Let's go, let's go have a pint or whatever, which is, which is great. But people just try and want to fix the immediate crisis. And sometimes things can be fixed, unfortunately. You know, like people in debt, you know, having problems with partners. I think that the key in anything in supporting somebody is just to listen and to be available. That's right. And if, if I had my time again, I, w I would have spoke out sooner. And thankfully now, in an age where mental health is being welcomed, that's perhaps the wrong word, but people are more supportive now than perhaps when you yeah, and I went yeah, through Yeah, definitely, it. yeah. It's, it's, you know, this is what we are here for. You can speak out to us. We can't give professional advice. However, you know, we just two guys have lived it, been through it, and hopefully that resonates with you. And if it encourages you to talk, then great. How do you feel, mate? Like, we're quite similar in the fact that, you know, we both live for the weekend. And do you think that's like part of growing up? Do you think that's like a part of sort of a learning curve? In hindsight now, living for the weekend was just delaying the trauma. I had. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, mate. So it, good, it, really was, good point. It, it wasn't a case of like, you know, I love my mates. We, we, had, we had some great times but then when you look back it's just a case of we were going out we were getting
getting pissed and when you get that drunk that's when you could become your real self because your problems and your demons sort of mm. go away and then they amplify them Monday to Wednesday because yeah. you, you got your body's going through the hangover yeah yeah I mean me personally I look back and fucking cringe some of the states I used to get in <laughs> I know, it's, I know I can look back and laugh now, but, you know. No, look, I, I know you're going to bullshit here. I, when, I, when I do go out, I tend to get even more of a knot than I used to back then. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at least I know that I've got to live with it now because I put myself in that place. Yeah, <laughs> I think, well, I, I mean, going out now, I, I just I just think I love going away on holiday. I love I love going to Ibiza. As people listening, you know, might know that I enjoy... I, I do enjoy a bit of techno and a bit of a bit of ocean beach, <laughs> but um, it's day sessions now, though, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's, it's having that recovery, isn't it? But like, if if I go to a bar now or or a club, which is very very rare, I reckon I go out about four or five times a year. It's not like an anxiety, but it really sort of just don't enjoy it. Like, do you get the uh, do you get the anxiety before you go out? Yeah, the, I just the butterflies. In the, the butterflies. Stomach. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm going into war. Disco wars. <laughs> <laughs> And, and obviously, you know, you have a few drinks, calm your nerves, you know, and a friend of mine once told me that, that nothing good can come from a night out being pissed up. And I suppose, you know, people go out and, and they meet people and, and, and have a laugh. But now I look at it and think, well, I could spend 200 quid on, on a wardrobe or, or something for my house. Or I just think that so many, you know, young people going out and, you know, and living for the weekend. And, and I think hopefully a lot of a lot of these young people sort of grow out of it and, and come to realise. I just think it's a waste of money now. But yeah, but it's a good point because you're saying, you spend 200 quid on a wardrobe but these people are probably spending 300 quid on an outfit then spending 200 quid and they probably don't even earn enough (laughs) to cover that and then so not only if you've got the hangover but you then got to wait until the Friday living on uh, rice and beans tough mate isn't it it's tough and it's all about educating mate I think I think going back to the social media thing going back to what we're speaking about now young people need to be educated Um, now whether that comes from Google or whether these platforms are willing to to evolve and and to change things moving forward I think there has to be an element of education now that's not just for mental health mate that can be for like even just by spending money spending habits there's nothing in school which teaches you how to sort of spend your money wisely and how to invest or how to save nothing you just sort of you go to school get your qualifications well i fucking never (laughs) (laughs) and you just sort of release into the world so it's like i think the government you know especially instagram i'm not a really big fan of facebook i'll I'll be honest i I don't tend to use it because um i quite often have my identity stolen from uh from time to time and you know that's never that's another story but yeah i think these these big you know these social media giants have to take some sort of responsibility for for educating the younger people one thing that helped me was every time i used to go on instagram i'd come away feeling pissed off or look so i just unfollowed a lot of people and, and, I, yeah. and, and I started following a lot of accounts reflected positivity uh the best in accounts if that if that's your thing what whatever your passion yeah. is is following accounts in there to make your sort of browsing experience mm. more benefit to you in fact sometimes I come off there fucking learning something whereas before it'd just be like oh look at that dick but they yeah, fucking yeah. off yeah <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I suppose like anything it's, it's taking ownership of what you let into your, your well-being environment so I'm the same as you mate you know back over the years I would follow like people who had loads of like nice watches cars yeah and you're constantly sort of feeling shit about yourself you, you, you'll never have enough you know for every level there's never devil you know yeah. In- inadvertently you give you yourself your own competition yeah by following these accounts you yeah. might quite frankly just looking on it to say oh because you, you've got a passion for it but yeah. then you, you may come away thinking well i need to, to buy those yeah. and i can't afford it so then you're like you get depressed yeah i suppose it's just sort of surrounding yourself in, in an environment where you thrive so, yeah. um, so I, lo- I love a quote a good declutter wicked and you'll see a lot of quotes on our bro tectors page which is at bro on instagram yeah nice good plug there man <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, get him. But um, but yeah, like we say, guys, um, this is this is the first podcast, and we're more than happy to cover anything you guys let us know. Just just send us a DM. Yeah, so that that's that's today done, Matt. Unless you want to add anything else? Nope. Stop trying to be perfect, and if we fucked up this podcast, then we'll we'll do better next. Yeah. Time. Um, <laughs> we did have one podcast already set to send out, but we, um, it was it was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so our apologies but um but yeah guys thanks for listening and um catch us next time yep thanks everyone cheers Speak guys soon. thank you uh...